0: Welcome to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit,
1: your total Ontario hunting podcast.
0: This podcast is brought to you in part by Titanium Archery Products.
1: TAP specializes in vibration control and enhances the stabilization for your archery equipment. Use code Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, no capitals, all one word, to get 15% off your order.
0: This podcast also endorses a healthy living made from our friends at Kickaboo Spices, locally made in Ontario for hunters by hunters to help you enjoy all your wild game meats. Use Kika OOP for 10% off of your next order. And we're live. Back at you with podcast number. Oh, I know what it is. Oh, is. I'm going to say 29. Yes! Woo!
1: <laughs> Cameron in the house.
0: <laughs> I am here. So, so uh, We're going to ramble this week.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about some stuff. We're uh, going to talk
0: about how annoyed we are on a scale of 1 to really annoyed that we have to, well, for me, for sure... Have to keep freaking breaking to, bow I'm very annoyed.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm too busy chasing birds this year, so I haven't even really. I'm like, oh look, it's control week. But oh, I understand oh look, the fr- still
0: gonna go out and shoot.
1: <laughs> I understand the frustration. Oh look, cool. what did you think of that goose dinner cooked tonight?
0: Amazing. What do we have? Amazing.
1: What did we have,
0: Cam? Uh, it was uh, it was like a pulled goose. Yeah, pulled goose sandwiches, but in a Philly. Cheese steak fashion. Philly like cheese steak so fashion.
1: Good. Yeah, it was like uh you did the pulled goose while I was at work, which is great. Yep. And then uh did it for like what, you said seven and a half hours, eight hours?
0: Yeah, seven and a half hours on the okay. low Okay. And that was from that was from pretty well thawed.
1: Okay. And then we uh we put it in a pan, added some broth to make it juicy, or else goose was pretty dry
0: when you pull it out. With wine
1: yeah it was a beef wine sauce or so wine good. broth, it was really good, and then on top into that we on the side we marinated or um grilled up a bunch of peppers and onions, threw in some kickaboo spices, the spicy Italian
0: it also marinated for ooh, let's go, wow, marinated for fifteen hours in the meat juice marinade,
1: the one we had tonight,
0: yep did it yep,
1: oh, cool, didn't know that I forgot That's... about that.
0: That's solid, because that went in there this morning at 6 a.m. Oh,
1: okay. I didn't know that because you did the meat part while I was gone. Yep. So anyways, yeah, did that, and then uh, added the peppers to it, drained all the juices, added peppers and onions to it, and then added shredded mozzarella cheese, mixed it all together, put it on some fresh rolls, slapped a little barbecue sauce on there. It was so good. Oh
0: man, you could never
1: you like you wouldn't guess that was goose.
0: I was like that borderline. I'm I'm ready for another because of how good it was, but it's so, it it so filling. So filling is like that was a big sandwich.
1: Yeah. So we uh we took some really cool photos of it for our project that's coming up slowly, slowly. Our little sneak it's project be we've been little, talking uh, about. It's gonna be a while.
0: Yeah, but it's it's cool but, stuff. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm totally excited about it.
1: Yeah. So um on the topic of cool stuff, Cam.
0: Oh, cool new gear. For your
1: boys. Are you going to tell them what it is? Nope. Ooh, you're an asshole.
0: (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, We are going to have some cool new gear for you guys. Not telling you what it is. Yeah,
1: I want to say maybe about less than a month.
0: I would say it's going to be less than a month. It's going to be right in time for Christmas. Yep. Um, There will be a cool kind of giveaway with the first 10 parcels to go out. And once those are gone, then... We will do something yeah. else, but yep. this is going to be limited quantity. There will be select sizes.
1: First come, first serve. As soon as those first sizes sold out, what we'll you know what we got left, but it is what it is. Um,
0: Everyone's going to like it. There's going to be a couple different options.
1: Yep. On that topic, I would say keep an eye on Kickaboo Spices right now. Yeah. Because there's something coming, and I can't say. Ooh. But uh, keep an eye on them because it's going to be good stuff coming at you.
0: It's gonna be a good time of year to give.
1: Yeah, and on that note, I mean, you guys know we have a promo code with them, so use it up. Ten percent off your order, free shipping in Canada. It's, can't beat it. What is that? Cam, why or? is your phone on again? Oh wait. This is like the third podcast in a row that I've gotten messages of people like, why is Cam's phone go off all the time?
0: It was Steve. Steve. Was oh, hoping there's to another one. Steve was hoping to. He- That's okay. On you, is there a silent mode on that? There's. It's a smartphone. That. Does it have silent? It's not that smart.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe we should, like, put it away or turn it on silent. I can teach <laughs> Maybe you. Maybe we should put it away. I can teach you. <laughs> I
0: swear, I feel like I'm <laughs> back in high school. Oh, that's awesome. I just actually got a uh, question here.
1: That's weird. I got one, too. Are you on the same account as me? Uh,
0: no, actually. Uh, this one says, hey, guys. What does yours start out with? Hey, guys. Oh.
1: So, yeah, we uh, we definitely are talking about the same conversation.
0: We are. This is uh, Mike. Mike, thanks for the message. Yep. So, uh...
1: Username's Mike Weedlich from Instagram, which is awesome.
0: Sorry if you butchered your name. We're trying to pronounce it here. Yeah, we actually had to pause we, the podcast. We're take five,
1: and we were both. Okay, I was making fun of me because I think
0: I absolutely slaughtered it. So, <laughs> if uh, if it's better now, let us know. It's either Weedlich or you don't pronounce the ch at the end, and it's Weedluck. That's
1: what, yeah. That's the
0: argument. It it could be, either or. I guess tomato. Tomata. Yeah, uh, I won I carpentry
1: awards idea. in high school, not English yeah. awards. So,
0: <laughs> let me know if I uh, was suck at that.
1: Um, anyway, so he, it's just northeast of Toronto, uh, lives in Stoofville. Um, basically he's trying to get into waterfowling and he wants to know if we knew anyone from the area. I don't off the top of my head. Um, however, if you guys listening are from that area and you are take him, close to him. Yeah, Ray's in Markham. That's which not is, far. Yeah. So, you know, actually, yeah, that's a good point. Ray from kickaboo Spices. Um, I don't know if he's going to be able to get out. I know he's a pretty busy guy, but, uh he's somewhat near and he's yep. he's yeah, really passionate and loves helping people out so if uh, if anyone else is in that area and you want to take a guy out for some waterfowl and kind of show the ropes i think that's awesome to do i love taking new people out um taking evan out was super exciting
0: yeah i had a blast
1: yeah i really enjoyed that
0: you said evan but you didn't say me so
1: well you've had like one or two waterfowl <laughs> hunts before that
0: Uh, He mentions... He kind of states something good here. He bought himself a layout blind and a couple dozen Canada Silhouette decoys. Yeah. From what he hears, he needs a lot more decoys this time of year to attract any geese. Right. Thoughts? Uh, I think... Well, it's getting to that time of
1: year where it's late, so they're going to break off in family flocks anyways. So it's not bad, but I mean, this time of year, I'm going to want realism over quantity. So quality over quantity. And that's because they're educated birds they're smarter so when they get close to like 60 yards they're like wait a minute those don't look real um so i mean you know advice for everyone is save those few bucks here and there instead of buying timmy's coffee every day um save two bucks every day by next season you'll be able to buy six avians
0: yeah which is crazy that's a good one actually i always put that into perspective yeah if you buy a single coffee a day at say a buck 60 I think is a small from Tim Hortons I always say two bucks it's like two bucks you know you're over 700 bucks in a year yeah
1: yeah like that's
0: that's a lot of money
1: that's a lot of money so
0: just some extra stuff yeah
1: I mean basically no, coffee at home get Yeah, some
0: black rifle or something cool we gotta get some of that
1: yeah what do we have right now for coffee
0: um I don't know what we have we that was the one that you got from crystal
1: yeah the uh wildlife
0: that was wildlife outdoors yeah, coffee, coffee, like a homebrew, kind of? Yeah. Sorry, Chris. Anyways, we're getting off topic here, so
1: um, that was my mistake anyways. But, so anyways, yeah, if you guys could, or uh, in the area, want to take him out, that'd be awesome. Um, like you said, he mentioned that, and he also said the tough stuff, which is, you know, buying the gear and getting land permission. So, um, advice to you, Mike, is, you know, make the, reach out on the Facebook groups or the Instagram groups, like you did to us. That's awesome. Cam was able to point you Kind of You know maybe you might Want to message Ray uh, Make some awesome spices That we always talk about And the guy loves Killing geese And he's pretty good at it So yeah, I mean uh, Hats off for that He's a good guy And I think that's Going to be a good idea Um, If he wants to
0: come down here We can
1: Perhaps Oh did you see the last message That he just sent us No Good luck pronouncing it
0: Good luck pr- oh, Nice well, <laughs> He knew we were going to Struggle with his last name I didn't You did I just didn't even bother.
1: We probably killed (laughs) him. He's probably going to be like, dude, that's not even close.
0: So what's really cool is that Mike is messaging in right now. Yeah. And I got a buddy who I used to work with. Maybe we
1: butchered the Mike part. Maybe it's like Meek.
0: Meek. I'm just kidding. I hope his name's not Meek. (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike, but it's not going to be Meek. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So my buddy Colin, he's just, it looks like he's looking to get into some compound archery. wants to know the best place to go next year to get a where does he go where does he go i don't know i would say probably antler river that's a good choice yeah um, so that's yeah. in delaware james has lots of good stuff i don't know if calling you check out the podcast but if you do here's your name drop and here is the spot to go delaware we'll keep chatting here back and forth as the podcast goes on yeah this is rambling, after all. We're going to name this rambling. <laughs>
1: rambling about
0: stuff. Yeah. Rambling because of how frustrated I am that it's whitetail season, and I am still on a break of being out in the tree stand.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, you did smash a giant buck, but...
0: But I still have another tag, and...
1: I guess I know how it feels. I'm dying to get out for waterfowl, and it's been a good year. I
0: would around. actually like to go on another waterfowl hunt. That was a blast.
1: They're fun, man. Yeah. I love, like... Yeah, I've already talked about it a million times in the podcast, but I love Waterfowl hunting. (laughs) So, um, touching up on Waterfowl hunting, I was kind of spitballing ideas with Cam. And I think I have a cool idea, but I'm going to need all your guys' help, all you guys listening. So, I love bands. I love the stories of, you know, where they're banded. This was a cool idea. I like this a lot. Yeah, so where they're banded to where they're shot. So, um, like our groups had a considerable, quite a fair amount of bands. Pretty happy with it and you know what I did myself was I've taken all the bands that we've shot and put them in lines like printed a giant map and we have put them in a line so what I'm getting out of this is I've noticed a lot of flight paths because I've gotten a lot of bands from you know Nunavut, Moosonee, Thorndale, London, West Virginia, um, even one from Michigan and most of them are shown in a vertical path straight so I mean it's kinda cool to see a flight path like that just like the ministry does So my idea is we should do an OOP one where you guys can either message us on the Facebook group, on the Instagram group, even drop a comment if you're listening to this on Podbeam or iTunes, and what I want to do is... If you can and like don't make stuff up please don't be like oh I shot this in London and it was from Tokyo (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Tokyo that's awesome
1: Um, that was great thanks so anyways what I'm thinking is if you guys say where you shot the band like nearest town and where nearest town banded was I will go out print a map and draw every single line that you guys message us and over the course of the next couple months or so I'm gonna have a bunch of lines and I'm gonna take a photo and show all you guys hey this is where birds are um, kind of gives everyone an idea of, oh, cool, look at that flight path. or like, oh, that one's from there to there. That's that's mine that I called in. Um, so, I mean, if you guys want to shout out while you submit that information, I could definitely do that. But if you want to stay anonymous, I definitely won't, you know, push your guy's name if you don't want it. But I think that'd be a cool idea for everyone to listen in and be like, oh, you know what? This is, it's different. Like, I think it's a cool idea. Cam, where's your band from?
0: It's uh, still in the possession of the M&R. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's probably us next year band.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would be my own damn band with my luck. <laughs> That'd be awesome, though. Yeah. I'd love
1: to shoot my own band.
0: That'd be kind of cool. Mackenzie shot one of mine. Yeah, Yeah, yeah but that's, that's even funnier because it's like, oh, yeah, buddy banded this. I shot
1: it. He Well, yeah, he shot a Woody, and then he called it in, and I was like, oh, I was with that bander. you're an asshole. Yeah,
0: I think we're, uh, like, I don't want to talk too much on it because it's not, like, a for certain, but preliminary we should be into a lot more duck banding next year. Absolutely. Um, given the opportunity that's kind of at our hands right now. Yep. And I am beyond looking forward to that. Yeah. Duck that banding's
1: fun. Uh, I'm really hoping to get out for goose bands this year. I know you are too. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully we can get into a little bit more migrating birds other than just ducks. I mean, yeah. it's so much fun though. Yeah. And it's kind of cool to play a role in the uh, migratory process.
0: Well, and just to, you know, like, if someone shoots it, especially someone that listens to our podcast and be like, Yeah, I shot this band, called it in. It's like, Oh, it was banded here. It's like, Hmm. You know, if you <laughs> guys that maybe throw down a podcast down in that neck of the woods, that would be cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be sweet. So if you guys this year shoot a duck that was banded near Delaware or Glenworth, and it's a duck, and I got to be either a Woody, a Northern, might be a Northern Pintail, American Black Duck, Mallard, uh, what else was there? Green Teal. Yeah. A couple of those. We got a couple of those. Yeah. In those two locations, there's a chance that Cam or I banded it. Yeah. There's a chance that the actual bander banded it as well that we we're yeah. under, but there's a chance that we were Very there. Very good chance. Yeah. So I think that'd be a uh, cool idea for people to write in and say, hey, like, you know, this is what I, uh, this is what I got. And we go, okay, draw it all out. And uh, yeah, pretty excited for that, man.
0: Yeah. There's going to be a lot of cool things coming down the pipeline in uh, the next... Few months next year. I mean, yeah, we've talked many times. This year was crazy for hunting. We did two bear hunts. We did moose hunt. We did lots of deer hunts. We've done. I love that we do it ourselves.
1: Like I'm, I'm proud to say we don't do guided hunts. Yeah, it's it's a sweet thing. It's the
0: the challenge, the pride, all the work that goes into each one of them. Like you know, it's and yeah, like a lot of people do go up. Excuse me, and guide bear. What whatever like you know they could perhaps have someone there doing the work for you. But the second we got to camp both times was evening, and immediately the first thing all of us did was just rate right to work. Yeah, barrels out, loaded tree stands up, and it's dark. Get back like, camp we're, we're, up. Yeah, it's awesome, and it's just it's, it makes you really appreciate so much more the harvest after.
1: Oh hell yeah, and I mean we weren't successful for the bear, but we got a we sea bear. Have been. <laughs> We got a sea bear.
0: Oh yeah, there's. If you think we've seen everything, we've chased. Considering we the were sheep.
1: there for what three days of hunting, two days of hunting,
0: two yeah, two and a half days of hunting, we left on two and a half. We were we, there for three. We saw days, the
1: target but, species. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know how I how I have a cello's fun facts? Yeah. Can you do the music for it?
0: Cello's fun facts.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, now
0: we're throwing in. Da-da-da.
1: Ooh, we got to add that in. So, anyways, we'll I have do. a fun fact because I was listening to a guy. <laughs> today and uh we were talking about some deer stuff and he said deer have horns this is one of my biggest pet peeves out there deers do not have horns deer do not have horns moose do not have horns elk do not have horns caribou do not have horns they're called antlers and there's a very specific difference between horns and antlers
0: i tell you the only horn they got on especially for deer right now is a horn for a doe a hot doe. Yeah. it's the only horn that they got on.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, except for prong horns, horns don't fall off. And it's they're usually yeah. hollow.
0: That's very valid.
1: And they're made of... That's a good point. A Actually, they're not made you. of There's bone. There's not too many people that know that. No, that know and they're bone. not made of bone, whereas deer antlers are, you know, they're solid.
0: Yeah, I mean, you get a deer antler, you you buy them in a pet store and you can let your dog chew on them. Mm-hmm. You cannot do that yep with anything else like I got a beautiful um, longhorn skull upstairs yeah and you take those off those are horns they're hollow yeah and they flake away after time if they deteriorate
1: oh okay I didn't know they'd flake away but anyways fun fact uh, deer do not have horns
0: I like it that was a great fun facts of this week
1: yeah there's a very distinct they're usually interchangeable some people think but they're not um, so I'm just gonna ramble on that for a little bit That's, that's my thing Cam, do you have any Cam's fun facts?
0: No, never Cam doesn't have fun facts. I'm just like, Cam's oh, a I'm very se-
1: Cam's a very serious person. I
0: am. I, I get right down to business. I either <laughs> get super distracted or I'm just like when I get on something like that I'm interested in, like right now, see, so I'm I'm trying to message this guy. Okay. But now you've got me intrigued into something. Well, we are recording a podcast. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Everyone can hear Oh, okay. This. So what I'm intrigued by is that this guy called on my buddy. Has messaged me and asked about bow hunting. Yes. I absolutely love bow hunting. Okay. So it happens to be that I'm so intrigued. I can't even focus on anything else. All I can think about is how excited I am to tell him that basically James is stock because I only go in there a few times a week. Only a few times a week. <laughs> so I know what's on, what's kind of on a clearance or a good price, what's trying to get out the doors, some of the new products.
1: You could turn them on to a great podcast, I know. Right? That's a great idea. Yeah, I. Hey, man, I have a lot of advice for you. Listen to these guys. (laughs) Wait a minute, is that you? Maybe.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I. uh, I don't even know where I was going with that. That's right. But I'm jacked up. I'm. I'm excited to. I love when people message us.
1: Yeah, I do enjoy that. I do. It gives us something to talk
0: about. I really like it when I'm at work because it makes me feel like we're doing a good job.
1: People want to talk. Yeah, makes me feel like we're doing a really good job. I like hearing when people share our stuff. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. we're just doing this out of our pockets. And,
0: and just so people know, uh, we, I for sure message a lot of other people uh, throughout a lot of times a year for hunting, especially deer season, because I'm always trying to better myself. I talk to James all the time from Antler River. Uh, I talked to a, another guy, John Vinen. He, you know, they're all very knowledgeable. Greg was an awesome guy. Very knowledgeable. Very knowledgeable to talk to. So we still ask the questions as well. Um, we do. But yeah, I don't want people to think that we're pros. I mean, I will be if Cabela's or someone wanted to pay me. That'd be cool.
1: Cabela's Canada. I'm okay with a sponsorship. I use a lot of your products. Yeah. A lot of uh, hunting for waterfowl stuff yeah. came from your store. Um, anyway, since we're kind of rambling about different stuff. Yeah. Are you excited for this weekend?
0: I am, yeah. I really hope we uh, get to, well, first off, tomorrow's Friday, which means, one, I'm happy for the weekend to come, Mm -hmm. and two, I'm, well, last weekend it it didn't kind of work out, because I think it was when we were trying to scout. Was it last weekend or two weeks ago?
1: Mm, Might have been last weekend.
0: And I had the freezer incident, which no, that was was like two. That was two. That was two weeks ago. Yeah, freezer incident was two weeks ago. Okay, so yeah, like that was awesome. Grabbed a cup of coffee and off we went. We just went cruising for some property. Right, that was
1: that was two weeks ago. Okay, I remember that now.
0: So I'm I'm anticipating doing the same thing tomorrow. I'd like to go find a property. Mm -hmm. If you guys are available this weekend, and I don't know if we could find a field that would be totally cool. Yeah,
1: even like a migrator row. I've been trying to follow these geese from. The spot we hunted last week yep. because landowner <laughs> asked, you know, he wants a little bit of quiet for the deer. That's fine. He said, you know, uh, if it's okay, don't hunt back there this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, yeah, no problem, man. Like, you let us in there three, four times already in the last month, so mm-hmm. um, can't get mad. And I've been following this flock that flies over that field because that field is a trafficking field. It's not next field. And I can't figure out where they're going. Today, I, I kind of saw some of them dip into the Thames, which really pissed me off. Um, but I want to know where they're feeding. I can't ever follow them. Mackenzie went out there Wednesday, yesterday. And he followed these geese. And they did a left turn, so he followed them on the road, did a road to the left. They did a right, so he had to turn around go that way. And then they did like a 180 and dropped behind a tree line. He never found them. Geese are annoying to tribal. Yeah. They're really annoying to follow behind. So hopefully we find some. But if we don't, we're going to make a lot of jerky this weekend because we have a lot of goose meat. And like
0: I don't even want to make jerky. I just want to keep making those dinners we made tonight.
1: Those are good, eh? Yeah. That pulled pork. That's a Philly like cheesesteak. Yeah, it's delicious. Because you know, Cam kind of said to me we were talking about deer hunting versus waterfowl hunting. I mean, you know, you brought up the point of why you like deers because you like having you know like basically dinners.
0: Oh my, Steve says deers.
1: Oh, I did say deers. Yeah. Oh, forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> forgive Shoot, me. You should shit. are shell shocked. <laughs> wow. Ouch. <would>, <laughs> All to to and be like, "You always say not deers." <laughs> yeah. Shit um but you know you brought up a point saying you like deer hunting because end of the day you it's kind of more dinners mm. where goose typically more snacks like you, yeah it's true most people do sure. pepperettes or jerky or even like sausage um whereas deer meat you get roast you get steaks you get all this different meal opportunities mm-hmm. but what we did tonight is a full meal yeah i mean you can put them on sliders do snacks with them, sure but yeah. that's not really like a snack and I think that's a nice change for Goose.
0: So here's my new theory on this, and I just I thought of this theory like just now in the past okay. five seconds. Is this like an Einstein theory? Or is <laughs> no, not really. This okay. is just a Cam theory. So I have
1: fun facts. You have Cam's theories.
0: Cam's theories. Uh, do do do. Pebbles, if you jump up and you touch the beard on that turkey, that's not going to be good. Podcat's
1: being bad right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, please stay strictly far away from the max. <laughs> anyway,
1: sorry. So your theory. <laughs>
0: my theory. Um, so now that we've discovered this absolutely delicious meal. There's a lot of cuts with deer that I would not want to use that for just because I like deer so much. Me yeah. and Victoria, we eat a lot of deer. And with that being said, I just need to get out goose hunting more mm-hmm. to make that meal more. It's it's so a So now i found something that I can utilize that. I meal. bet
1: you Victoria would like that. I think so. I it's, think she would. It wasn't like, you know, when people say gamey, it wasn't gamey. No. It was very... Really.
0: I don't know what gamey is.
1: No, I don't. But I understand. Like sometimes you leave I, I bad fat on, yeah. or you know, you leave a silver skin on. You get a really kind of off texture or taste. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like that today. It was just delicious, soft meat, and I loved it. Yeah. So I'm excited. I am excited to make more snacks and jerky this weekend. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of the last batch of jerky I gave you?
0: Oh, the second batch was just. On point like that, like I said, it was like Jack Link's. It was good, man. It was really good. Me we, and Steve chowed down on that to work the other yeah,
1: day. Yeah. We ordered 10 bottles, or no, 13 bottles. 13 bottles. Of Kickaboo Spices, of uh, the uh, jerky juice. Did you
0: put the other one in the pantry?
1: No, it's at my house. I okay. have it ready for you. I have your stuff for you. That's Sorry. Good. I'll but just come to your house and eat it. That's, that's acceptable. Good. Yeah. Mama Bondi misses you. Yeah, nice. Like, misses cooking meals for everyone. <laughs> so, uh... You know, that being said, we ordered all this stuff, which was dirt cheap if you consider how much quantity. Like, it was liters.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of marinade. Yeah.
1: And so, we mixed all the jerky with that as a base, and it was delicious. Like, we added a little bit of extra garlic and some, a little bit of honey, did like a honey and garlic uh, with hickory from Ray, and it was perfect absolutely perfect um the only thing that wasn't perfect was the one chunk where i bit a number two steel shot pellet
0: Ooh, yeah Yeah. that would uh, i was chewing
1: on some nice jerky and then i just ah what
0: the that would certainly tickle
1: yeah it didn't didn't feel pleasant so but yeah we're gonna make a bunch of that our friend's neighbor just gave us access to his smoker which is insanely big i think it's like a 55 gallon drum maybe bigger but it's split open and then it's uh offset wood p- smoker mm-hmm. so all the smoke feeds into it and you can smoke in that and it has a temperature um gauge and he can regulate the amount of smoke and the heat with uh different sliding panels but anyways we're gonna be able to do a lot of meat instead of what we typically do when we do a lot of meat it takes hours and hours and hours like i um, said
0: the last sausage was that nine, was a nine hour day
1: yeah so i mean this is going to be able to cut down our time a lot and I love making goose jerky because with sausage you kind of typically add pork. Yeah, goose jerky is just straight goose meat, and it's delicious. I don't care what anyone says; goose meat is delicious. If you don't think goose meat tastes good, you just probably don't know how to cook with it.
0: Well, or I think the big, you've never
1: used kickaboo spices. I would say that. It,
0: yeah, that's where I was going. It, it that. makes it easy. You've never used kickaboo. Kickaboo tastes great on everything.
1: Yeah, we did it tonight,
0: and it was perfect. And there's so many ways you can prep meat. There's so many ways you can kind of finish. You don't even meat. have to
1: do meat if you don't want to. Like That's true. When we do vegetables on the side, we
0: still season it with oh, kickaboo. Yeah, that is so true. Like, it's called... Breakfast, s- hash browns. Yeah. We did spicy Italian on hash browns. Yeah. Yeah, I have. don't know if you know that, Ray, but that was good. I've done, need t- need like, baked bake
1: potatoes with onion and garlic seasoning on it. Ooh. We did it at Moose Camp. It's amazing. Um, actually, we I think we did put kickaboo on every single breakfast we did at Moose we Camp. We definitely did, yeah. Every time we did eggs, we definitely put kickaboo on it. Yes. So... Anyways, that uh, that being said, th- I'm excited for this weekend. So, like, weekend after this one is going to be deer season again for Bo. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking?
0: Excitement. Yeah, I'm excited. You gonna get out? Yeah. Well, this week would have been the ideal week to be out. Um, just kind of. I would say it's definitely it's not post ret really. It's like the end of so it's not post. Right. I would say it's the end of the ret. But I think probably so many larger bucks are on lockdown. Um, A lot of bucks are worn out. So you're going to see a lot more just does. You're going to see single does. You'll see those smaller groups of, you know, two and three out in the feeding fields. Like we talked about, That could be standing corn. That could be grass fields if they're not snow covered. Um, I
1: actually saw four does tonight
0: (laughs) together. Yeah, I seen three. Huh. just on the way home very interested um but yeah it's it's gonna be tough to get after those big ones it'll it'll it, a little bit tougher it's they're still gonna be walking around there'll still be a few travelers and now they'll just be getting out of the beds a little bit and they'll be looking to regenerate and get yeah. on some of those food sources so that's what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be hunting some heavy food sources when I get in the stand next week. And, uh, actually my last sit before the gun hunt, again, I had the same Forky that I've posted videos of all year so far. And, uh, the eight pointer that I also have on camera, uh, he's just a small eight pointer. Um, but yeah, I had both those guys come out Sunday night and, uh, the coyotes were howling. So hopefully both of them got away. I was scared. (laughs) There's like three of them. No, I wasn't really scared. But I was going to say, you were intrigued. making
1: fun of us when we got surrounded by wolves, and you're not scared of coyotes. No. if you not. are scared of <laughs> coyotes, you're scared of wolves.
0: I'm not. I'm just trying to make this sound like, ooh, like dun, dun, dun. James uh, was
1: pretty scared the other day.
0: Yeah, well, he had nine.
1: They had nine, and they weren't scared they, of him.
0: No, they were circling him <laughs> as he moved, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's a bit sketchy. Yeah, that's sketchy. Um, Yeah, I, I'm definitely excited to get back in the stand. There's, I'm not excited to take another break after that.
1: For the last one. There's three in our
0: area. Why? Like,
1: I wish we could go out. I would wear orange, but I wish we could wear, use our bow during that control is,
0: week. I haven't looked up anywhere, but in Ontario, is there a spot where you can do that? Uh, it, because Northern Ontario is rifle can. all year right. round. Right. I think right? you can
1: if it's not a controlled hunt. Okay. I don't know for sure. If anyone knows, let us know. I, like, we can figure it out on the regs, but I like listening to our listeners. So, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if it's a controlled hunt, you can't use the bow. Yeah. But if it's an open rifle, and those are my thoughts on yeah, it. So. If it just says open season, I think you can use whatever you want. Um, what
0: are you planning to do?
1: Smash some geese, get some bands.
0: Are you going to be getting out for for deer? Yeah. No.
1: I'd like to, but at the same time, just I'm loving birds this year. Yeah. Um, all good. I think but you got f- two
0: tags, so you need to get one. At I, least. Yeah.
1: I just, I, I just haven't found. Not that it's like, oh, I've been so busy, I can't put the time in. I haven't found the motivation to go out for deer in a tree stand as much as i have in the past years in the past years like by end of october i've already had like nine ten sits
0: well yeah. check this out this is another theory another can theory
1: okay i like bird hunting is that the i
0: believe that this year i have developed the most in whitetail hunting not just from being successful so far but just in a lot of my knowledge. I feel okay. like I've grown a lot. Just with the research and... Everything. Asking yep. and... Yeah. yeah. And I feel like you're in the exact same boat with Migratory. You've had an unbelievable year. I can't deny you, that. You've talked to a lot of great people. And you, you've got more and more stuff to talk about every week.
1: Yeah. I, th- I wouldn't argue that. I think that's a good theory. Do-do-do.
0: Oh, I so we don't have a... We don't have a really... Little doo doo. Yeah, the sound mixer guy is kind of yeah. busy
1: right now, so we're yeah. just going to have to make that well, it's after road.
0: hours, right? Yeah, I don't know for sure. You know, it's late
1: on a Thursday night, so we can't get a hold of them right now.
0: <laughs> What's everyone else doing on a Thursday night, do you figure?
1: Probably listening to Ontario Outdoor Pursuit, uh, maybe throwing back a cold one, uh, behaving Thursday. I'd behave. I would. I would not. No. 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 no.
0: I really would like to shoot my bow some more, though.
1: Yeah. I like this rambling because we can kind of just talk about whatever.
0: Let's talk about... I
1: was th- just <laughs> looking at them. You weren't. I was. I was you that were, was my next point. That's what I was gonna say. Like all right, we talked about l- whatever. Me,
0: what were what were you about to say about them? I was gonna say Okay, so what I have in my hand right now is the new uh well they're not new but new to me. They are brand new. They did come from a store. They came from James's store. So what are they? <laughs> <laughs> they are the uh five mil FMJs. Right. Um
1: Which are full metal jackets by
0: Easton. By Easton. And they
1: are very heavy killing
0: darts. They are, they are. Um, I'm excited for these. These yeah. are a 400 spine. Yeah. So compared to as we kind of do an update of our products um, regarding archery, my bloodlines are 7.7 GPI. Right. Which is which is a grains per inch. Um, these are ringing at two, 10.2. So right. these are significantly hever, heavier, <laughs> heavier, heavier, heavier. They are significantly heavier arrows. Um, these are going to be just my strict hunting arrows. I've got a half a dozen of these. So, right now, they've got three different fletchings on the max hunter. The Pro Max and the AAE Max or Max Stealth by right. AAE. These are the knock-on ones. Yeah, but they're
1: AAEs. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, I'm excited for you to fling different arrows with, like, different fletchings. Yeah. And really...
0: Well, here's the thing, okay? So I, I did fling them, and if you're wondering why I put three different fletchings on, so I got six arrows, two arrows... Because you're indecisive. Six. I'm indecisive, totally. <laughs> Not actually the point. That. I won't deny that. But... I want to find out the best arrow flight. And for some people, they might argue with me. Well, I'll argue with them for sure because it's whatever they want. But um, I want my arrow to fly the best it can. Yeah. So even if it's just hunting, be it out to 30 yards is your max. Sure. Won't notice too much difference. Sure. But an inch is a huge difference Mm -hmm. to me. I want to be spot on all the time. So I, I want to try all these out. Um, I did get to shoot out with Evan last week with them. Um, and unfortunately, I didn't get results like I was hoping for. I got good what'd results you, with you learn? every area. What did I learn? Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, like I can show you photos and we can sit down and discuss it. But basically, each one of them flew great. Okay. <laughs> That's all I have to but say. Like, did you
1: notice anything grouped better? Like the two stealths maybe grouped tighter? No way. Right?
0: So I got three photos. Okay. Check it out because I got three different fletchings. I got these ones, I got these ones, and I got these ones. Right. So, literally, they all group the same different times.
1: What do you mean different times?
0: So, I got to show you some photos. I've seen the photos. I'm just talking for the listeners. Okay. So, the Max Hunters. Right. First shot, they were uh, about four inches apart. 60 yards uh, is what I was shooting at. Obviously, I shot 20, 30, 40, 50. Mm -hmm. 60, 60 is what I would... Yeah, you're going to notice some stuff. F- my drawing point, um, and that's where you're going to notice a lot of change. Okay. Um, so on the first shot, the first round of six, yeah, the Max Hunters were four inches apart. All the other ones grouped to about three inches. Okay. So I've got those two. So four arrows were grouped to three inches. So about that. So those two didn't fly great the first round okay the second round the a pro max which are the smallest veins right did the exact same thing four inches apart okay the rest was an even tighter group about two and a half inches okay. a lot of good uh touching fletchings okay and on the third one at 60 the a maxed stealth also did the same thing literally touching arrows touching shafts
1: okay so are you thinking that those group the best so far for you
0: I don't know. Actually, yes, I would say that they grouped the best out of all of them. Right. But all of them grouped well.
1: Okay, that's fair. So
0: uh, I've got. Did a couple you more? Did
1: you notice any vertical changes or horizontal changes between the groups? No. Okay. Vertical? Just,
0: yes. Sorry, I shouldn't say no.
1: Not just from like what your previous arrows were set at, but more so between in, these. In groups. just the fletching yes. aspect? No. Okay, I was I doubted it, but <laughs> I was actually curious. Like, you know, the max stealths considerably bigger than the pro max. Mm-hmm. Technically, since it's a little bit heavier, would you notice a little bit lower?
0: They are. They're uh, eight grains. Right. Compared to like if you go right down to your Pro Max, the Pro Max are four grains. And that's per. That's That's per fletching. Per fletching. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I got a few things left to try. So I got some red plastic fletch that I want to try, and they are like a very thin wall fletching. Right. Um, And they're kind of like a mid vein as far as height. And then I'm going to try the, um, the four-fletch Pro Max. Because okay. I did like the way these flew. They grouped really well. Mm-hmm. But I want to little see speed darts, man. I love, are, I love those. They totally uh, are. The Pro Maxes. And uh, fun facts. Cam's so fun facts. Evan and I got the Chrono out. Okay. Um, so I was trying all different fletchings. Right. And yes, these guys do fly the fastest.
1: Now by a considerable note? Two. Two feet per second. Con, like consistently two feet per second. Yeah, interesting. What over what uh
0: these and over these. What did your
1: arrows fly at, like speed wise?
0: These ones were two sixty eight. Okay. Two sixty six. Yeah. And like two sixty or sorry two sixty one and like two sixty. Roughly, what do
1: each those arrows weigh, like? Uh, four twenty. Okay, they are 420s. 420, Yeah. Right. Okay.
0: No, I only shoot at sixty pounds draw weight.
1: Okay, that's so. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like you have a thirty inch draw like
0: no God no no a 28 inch 27 and a half inch yeah okay. um so it's it's not like I'm pumping out high kinetic energy yeah I am well I'd say you or enough I'm pushing enough kinetic energy to go through and what most standards are for Easton or you can find arrow charts online technically I should be able to shoot a rhino really yes interesting you need 50 pounds. Of well, i I'm,
1: energy. Oh, okay. Like to kill Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were going to be like no. clean pass real? <laughs> uh... Yeah. Probably not a clean pass. Okay. That's what um, I was sorry. So that's that where was I stopped.
0: Like, that was my test theory with those. Yeah. Um, what
1: did, now? What is Evan's speed? Like out of the chrono?
0: Uh, 301 oh was his best. God. That's awesome. Like he wasn't shooting. He wasn't uh, shooting. He was Vaps. shooting heavier arrows. He wasn't yeah. shooting really light arrows because he said he did get 340 out of. I
1: believe it with the victory. The v, the VAPS. Yeah. the VAPS.
0: Um. So he's shooting. Sixty five pounds. Okay. Um but one thing I did notice with those being a heavier arrow um aluminum sheet on the exterior.
1: Right, with a carbon core.
0: With carbon core. They're carbon quiet, hollow core, sorry. Quiet.
1: But it makes sense, though. Heavier Absolutely. arrows.
0: It was, I was blown away. I was like, I was it's, outside shooting 60, and I'm like, holy crap. It's really funny
1: you say that because my next cello's fun facts that I was just thinking when you were saying that is if you want to make your bow quieter, yeah. other than accessories that really make your bow. Yeah.
0: stabilizers with titanium.
1: With, yeah, with actually quiet your bows. Yeah. The next best thing you can do is make your arrows a lot heavier. Yeah. And it actually quiets your bow.
0: So if people are wondering, I went from a bloodline that was uh 367 grains as yep. a total arrow. Yeah. Um, everything that's that's totally ready to shoot to 420. So yeah. that's you know it's it's four, that's just about an 80 grain increase, but um I am looking for a clean pass through yeah. at 25 30 yards consistently.
1: Yeah. It's funny for me when people are like well, Hoits are so loud. It's like, okay, well, you're trying to shoot the fastest arrow possible, which is super light. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking your judgment into consideration. But no. Yeah, fun fact. And does. really,
0: I mean, if they're shooting the fastest they possibly can, odds are that it's gonna be it's gonna be getting to its destination before that sounds gonna trigger anything, in most cases.
1: Yeah. Like you're not saying it's traveling faster than the speed of sound. No. Okay. Just making sure. But
0: I'm saying. By the time that something can react to that, right?
1: Okay, the reaction time.
0: It, it's oh. not. It's not gonna happen. So no, if fair. someone thinks their bow is loud, odds are I, it's probably not. I
1: thought you were straight up being like, yeah, no, the bows are gonna shoot fast on the speed of sound. I was like, dude, what the fuck are you smoking? Science,
0: scientifically, no.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, reaction time. I don't understand that. Yeah. Especially at like a 2015 yards, like
0: yeah, it gets there like, quick. Absolutely, it's yeah. gonna be in the dirt before you know it, yeah. and through your animal.
1: Oh, the deer jumped my string. No, I don't think so.
0: I'm excited though. I, I just love trying new stuff. It's so much fun. It is. Um, I wish I got free stuff. It would make it even more fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair.
1: I guess I haven't bought anything new for
0: archery. I know, and I cannot wait for waterfowl to be over this year. Why is that? Because you were like my archery buddy. Now I'm gonna have to find a new archery buddy. <laughs> um, but no, listen,
1: it's, it's not you. It's it's me. It's me. It, it's not um, you. And I just think that right now (laughs) is not a good time for me. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: That's funny. So John Dudley just did a podcast at Knock on Archery. Okay. And it was funny how relevant it was because a listener said they were tired of hearing about – he was talking about Sitka a lot. He likes talking about things that – obviously he enjoys, so he's going to talk right. about Sitka. Especially just, right now since he switched from Under Armour. Yeah, to it's, a, it's a huge switch. He's been with Under Armour for years, and now he's got this big switch of all this new stuff. Yeah. And yeah, he wants to know what it's about. He wants to let people know what it's about. A lot of people follow him. And this guy wanted to know what he does for different setups, different changing of the times of year. And it was so relevant. It was Dudley went into talking about how when he was just shooting one bow for everything, a hunting and target. I think arrows. I saw
1: the photo. He talked about that. And He's, it was
0: just like, I'm literally doing this right now. Like, I, did, I'm in this transformation did stage. Did
1: you see the photo he posted of when he was in his prime and he took a hunting bow to a, tar- to a competition?
0: Yes. Yeah, so that was... 360X. Yeah, yep. And, and it was the cleanest...
1: The cleanest X I've ever Absolutely. seen. Absolutely. There's like, not
0: one where he's grabbing that line. It's
1: not like, yeah, it's not like we were just breaking the X line. It's literally the actual X is it's gone. It's pelted, yes. It's gone. Yeah. It's and super the, cool. you can still perfectly see the circle. It's the definition of a perfect score.
0: Yeah. No, it was great. It was cool that he signed that. I'm hoping to put one on my wall this year. My best last year was I got two, 298, and I think maybe a 40X. Okay. It was my absolute best, yeah. so <laughs> scratching I th- at it. I
1: think in the winter when I was shooting a lot, I know you I got brought- two 300s last year. I did bring, yeah, I did bring home a 300, but it was like a 32X. It was a sloppy 300. I think the best X count I had was like 44X, but it was like a 299. It was, we're, we're just
0: scratching that line.
1: Yeah, it's uh, those few little shots, and I find it's kind of- Did you keep your 300 page? Yeah, it's at my house. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of comes to show. Like, you practice, put your time in. Yeah. Same as hunting. You scout your fields. You know, yeah. the time the deer or the geese are coming, you're going to kill birds and or deer.
0: So, I thought that was cool how he just talked about that because I think that's going to be a big change for you and me is as soon as January 1st hits, it's like, all right. target the old
1: goose extends a little bit. That,
0: that's true. Um, so... And one thing he mentioned too was uh, changing his releases and practi- re- like re kind of rejuvenating his form and everything. And yeah. one thing I'm gonna focus on this year is we, you and me, just both picked up the uh, True Fire Seer.
1: We did. Um, yeah. Sorry, Red. Yonder.
0: And that's a hinge release, mm-hmm. so I'm actually gonna put the knock to it down okay after and i'm gonna do i don't know how long yet but i'm gonna for sure go three months of just straight hinge i'm not even gonna touch okay. the knock to it
1: now do you think this is gonna lead to you hunting with the hinge
0: uh i would say it would be totally cool to shoot something mm. with the hinge
1: especially if you come become so accustomed to the hinge over three if you are gonna do three months yeah maybe by the end my of my whole
0: eight, 3d is gonna be with a hinge okay that's yeah no as but, long as
1: i mean if you're gonna practice with it hell yeah
0: the the opportunity to know when that's going to go off i think that's super important for hunting and i'm not a professional that i could be like okay i know my hinge and maybe i could develop to that point but the knock to it is kind of like it, it'll allow me to choose when that shot's going off and i think that's still an important factor right to have especially as we're doing new things like this year was our first year chasing moose with archery yeah Okay, so, cool. you know, that's something I wouldn't go chasing moose with a hinge release.
1: Right. Now, you saying about the knowing when the shot's going to go off, do you want to know when the shot's going to go off? You anything? don't. I mean, No, I'm gonna... asking you. Like, do no. you? Okay. Now, in hunting, though, tip, sometimes you need to be like, okay. There's I'm, times to where,
0: yes, I believe that yeah. you absolutely should.
1: Cameron Haynes calls it a uh, control shot. And know it, I, controlling when your shot's going to go off.
0: I think it's so important. Yep. Uh, There's so many times where you could draw back and think, you know, you're going through your cycle. If you're at full draw, it's pretty tough to hold a hinge there and not go through the whole cycle of how you should be drawing. Yeah. Whereas the knock to it uh, or a thumb style release. Yeah. You're ready for that moment. And as soon as that moment presents itself. that's Yeah, you
1: can do it. And it's not like you're punching the hell out of it where it's like you're hitting so high, but you're kind of selecting when to start putting that pressure.
0: And if any given Archer is kind of making those switches, obviously they're already invested. Uh, I mean, you've got a, a lot of releases, but I've got 500 bucks in releases right there. Yeah. So, I mean, not everyone's spending that kind of money, and if you are, you're spending the time. Um, you're probably going to have a good idea of how each one operates with you mentally and what instances are going to work for you. So. I like that. I think that's a good valid point. I'm excited for next year, though.
1: I am, yeah. There's like... going
0: to be a lot of tournament shooting.
1: There is. But January, we can't target shoot the whole month. No. Because we're busy. Did you guys hear that? I don't know if you did, but Cam's <laughs> phone is actually on vibrate, which is so much better than noise.
0: <laughs> but it's, you can I can just like hear that.
1: everyone in their car just applauding you right now. i was <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, man. That's fun for me.
0: Um, why can't we do any target in January? Well, I
1: think we're a bit busy for a few, maybe a week in January. We will be, why? Uh, I don't know. I think you it's tell safe me. to say why now. Like, it's, okay, uh, there's an uh, app. Yeah, we're going to 2018 ATA show. Yeah, which is awesome. Awesome,
0: totally so, wicked.
1: Yeah, we're going underneath the Antler River as our pro staff. Yeah, and uh, super excited for us. There's gonna be some cool people there. Um, you know, there's gonna be a lot of vendors there and a lot of New innovative products that are coming out, yeah, and I'm really excited to see and talk with some guys and you know girls, and just kind of see some new products. Mm-hmm. What do you what's what are you looking forward to the most while we're there? Not like super well, cool trip and stuff, but one like,
0: thing that stood out to me was, um, and I kind of asked James like w- with all the products that are on the shelf, all the broadhead companies. I am always checking something, even though I go into the store all the time, I'm picking something up and I'm looking at it and I'm looking at it and I've got more and more questions for everything all the time. But I said to him, he goes, just wait till ATA. There's so many things there, so many vendors and especially in the little smaller booths, first time, um, where they're coming out with something that's almost the same as something else or could be better. They're not well known. They don't make it. And he goes, there's so many things I would like to try and unfortunately, those those brands don't make it or something that intrigues him, but yeah. it hasn't made it, so he doesn't get that opportunity. I think that's one thing I'm super interested in. Is, Just kind
1: of products that we don't really have an exposure to.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, SpotHog's going to be there. Bowtech will be there. Right. Hoyt will be there. Like, that'd be cool to go talk to some of those techs, right? Yeah. But to go see some of these smaller companies with, with something to bring to the table to this industry, because this industry is huge, like, that's going to be cool to see. It's okay. like, oh, hey, like... I picked up these pack of broadheads that this guy hooked me up with. And, you know, if you're using them for years, it's like, what if you can't get any more of those? Yeah. But it's interesting to me. So that's that's what I'm looking forward to is all those different companies checking out things I've never seen before. Obviously, uh, the ATA show is used for a lot of releases. Um, Not everyone gets all the products in store for everything 2019. So all the 2019 stuff will be there.
1: I know uh, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the atmosphere and seeing the new products. And I like what you said, because that's how I feel, too, is that... Are you drinking from my water bottle?
0: Yeah, I'm parched. Okay.
1: Okay, Sorry. I'm
0: just sharing. Sharing is carried. Sharing is carried.
1: Um, Okay, on that gross (laughs) note, I'm excited, like you said, is the smaller companies that you don't really get exposure to. And, you know, it's kind of tough because you can search... You know, arrow broadheads, like you said, online, you're gonna get the biggest names out there. Mm -hmm. You're not really gonna get exposed to these companies that are putting heart and soul into it, and maybe they do have a little bit better product. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as broadheads go, I'm gonna be very hard pressed to change from a Rage. But that being said,
0: there is a lot of things that I'm interested in. That's one field for sure. I'm just I'm all over the map because I just like trying. There's so much to try. I I
1: I think I want to see some like really cool uh, string companies if they're there. Mm because I strings really interest me for a really good company for it Um, because I you know I know the big ones like 60x or um, there's some other ones in the states especially James makes or Chris makes great ones at Antler but I like you know strings are very they're cool to me because they're actually handmade Mm -hmm. not like a lot of parts on the arrows they're actually handmade so I'm excited for that stuff I'm excited to you know run some big names out there Um, just kind of introduce ourselves yeah, find some I mean, stuff Tim james campbell's gonna be there yeah find some stuff for james to maybe put in the store for him to know be like hey like we really thought this was interesting look into it a little more
0: and i know he's had some uh mainly family members go to this before but being uh, a shop of two years i think he's done phenomenal uh 2016 i believe is when he started that uh Antler river Yep, and i think this is great to have two kind of outside people if you will Mm -hmm. so like guys that spend you and me a lot of time in there a lot of money it's it's gonna be a lot of feedback i think
1: yeah and i think that's what he's looking forward to as well um how much waterfall stuff do you think we'll have there
0: i hope a lot because i need some (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna be bringing a lot of cash
1: is there uh is there any waterfall stuff on your sandy list this year for santa (laughs) claus
0: there's lots. lot. Is there? There's a lot on. My what, list do you, what are you What are you looking events. for right now? I want a whole get up, because if you if you don't Meaning, look, if you don't look good, you're not gonna. That's do true, good, right? You Did you play.
1: notice what hat I wore last Waterfall yeah. Hunt? Well, when we were out, not the last time I went on, but when we were out.
0: Oh, I'm trying to think. It was the Antler River one. Yeah, it was it my pom pom. The pom the yeah. pom hat. I
1: brought the pom pom hat, and it was good luck. Yeah, so that's, that's so, and so true. And it's actually super warm. Wore it to work today.
0: Um. I, I want a blind, and I'd like to check out some decoys. Decoys is another one that really interests me. Avian X has got me starstruck. DS,
1: DSD are amazing. So do
0: they do anything aside from waterfowl? Or are they just strictly waterfowl? DSD. It,
1: uh, DSD actually does turkey decoys as do well they? and stuff. So out. I would
0: like to check them out because I they are, are one of my favorites.
1: I love my X because they're extremely realistic. And when they go on sale, they're somewhat affordable. Like, you're paying, you know, it sucks to say, but you're paying like 220 for 6
0: Yeah, but your positive outcome is just, it's kind of uncomparable, really.
1: Yeah. DSDs are a whole different level. Like
0: like better than Avian X.
1: I would say they're more detailed than Avian X. I, I don't know if I'd say better because I like... I would
0: them. almost say, how do you get more detail unless the damn things are alive?
1: Oh, I'm telling you, man, DSDs, which are Dave Smith decoys, they are absolutely... Unreal. However, you're paying like four hundred dollars for six.
0: Yeah, it's expensive. That's out of
1: my budget. Yeah. Um I like the I mean AVX has some features like the collapsible stands, which I love. You can pile them in pretty good. Um
0: big feet, you really like the big feet ones.
1: I hate Bigfoots. (laughs) I really hate Bigfoots. The B twos, the B ones were okay, they were bigger. They're awesome. awesome. They're a pain in the ass, man. Like okay. (laughs)
0: No, I hate them.
1: I've gone on these rants before, but I'm just gonna say this. Because Bigfoot's going to sell for like one ninety, one eighty for six. And you're like, oh, that's pretty good for a good, no well known, full body decoy. The problem with them is the paint. So the the heads are flocked, which mm-hmm. is like if you don't know what flocking is. So you can get painted decoys, which are like full paint, um, flocked heads, which are
0: basically it's a velvet, correct? Yeah, it's like a velvet. Yeah. It's like
1: a soft velvet. And you can get flocked heads or you can get full flocked bodies, which are really good because the flocking doesn't shine like paint does, so mm-hmm. it looks better in sunlight and stuff. Um, and it kind of resembles feathers more. So, But anyways, fully flocked are super expensive. Flocked heads are relatively, and painted ones are usually cheaper. The pay- Bigfoot's heads are flocked. So the neck, all the black's flocked. The white on like the goose chin strap, you know what I mean? Like the white part, mm-hmm. it's painted. It's fine, whatever. The white part, the chin strap, what I'm talking about, Did not last me six months at all. Like, it was chipping off. And I mean, yeah, I abuse my decoys. They get placed in this trailer, left there. They get thrown out in the field. They get in mud. And we use them realistically. I mean, how many goose hunts have I been on this year? Oh, I don't know.
0: Like 10?
1: No, more than that. Yeah? Well, there's four from opening weekend. Yeah, that's true. I mean, reasonably, I'd say I've probably been on, like, 30 goose hunts this year. That's a lot. I don't like. I don't think that's exaggerating too much. I think I've been on relatively 30 goose hunts this this year, from September to mid-November.
0: It's a good thing that you're single. A there's a very good reason I'm
1: single <laughs> uh, I mm-hmm. like hunting too much for most people to put up with
0: yeah I, I'm sure I test my relationship well now
1: you're getting point. into it more but at least you've already established your relationship I'm Starting sure ones, there's,
0: I'm sure that hair is probably like now a molecule that's why
1: you bought a big old diamond
0: yeah that's I guess
1: kept her quiet for a bit
0: I, I told her if she wants, she can give back And no, I'm just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding love you
1: <laughs> um maybe back to the Bigfoots the they're annoying They fall over really, really easily. I think the big feet on them, which is what they're named after, look ridiculous. They don't look goose-like. I get it. They're black. They're kind of not really visible. I think it looks ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I don't like the fact that they don't collapse, so they're a pain in the ass to stack and put in a trailer. I think their neck size... Their neck's like three inches diameter. Yeah. What goose have you ever (laughs) seen with a three-inch diameter neck? Like, what the hell? Um... And I just, I honestly don't like them. The top of them looks like you took a spray paint like a sp- uh, and painted lines on the back with mm-hmm. black. I just think they look like garbage. And switching from Bigfoots to avians to full avians, i have killed a lot more geese. <laughs> so just saying, it worked so for me.
0: are you excited to, like, what are you most excited for at the ATA, aside from, at like, the are ATA? You, are you going to be looking for any new bird hunting stuff?
1: Well, they definitely, I doubt they'll have anything there. Yeah, they'll have lots. For bird? Yeah. At the archery show,
0: yeah, people always shoot archery, goose.
1: I'd be very interested to see if they had Mike stuff.
0: Hunsucker from Heartland Bowhunter. Did it. You can talk to him.
1: That's true. There is bow hunting for geese. That is, I think, but it's I don't know how much. States. Okay, I'd be curious to see how much.
0: I don't know. I'm spitballing here, but I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. I've seen a lot of videos, and I'm guessing they might have not something. Canadians.
1: They might have something there. I don't know. I'm not expecting them to. I'd be the very... only
0: thing I'm expecting to see is a lot of different types of camos.
1: That's true. I'm expecting to see some waterfowl camos mm-hmm. there. That's that's fair. That'd be interesting to look at too, mm-hmm. especially for us. So, um, Actually, I'm
0: pretty sure Avian does have a booth there. Do they not? I don't think so. Someone had a, a oh, you know, it would be for uh, I think it was Montana, Montana decoys. Oh, okay. You know, the ones often like they got the pronghorn, they got oh, the deer. Oh, okay. are
1: they the silhouette yeah. ones? Yeah. Like the you put ones put those you put on, on, on your bow. bow. Oh, okay, cool. We'll yeah,
0: so they're there. That's what I thought.
1: Oh, okay. Anything else on your list from Santa Claus for waterfowl? I'm oh. curious because, like, you know, you, you love bow hunting. Yeah, I think you have most of your bow hunting stuff. Yeah.
0: But, uh. Can always use more, though yeah that's true um, for waterfowl I definitely would like a uh, like I would like just a nice waterfowl jacket I've got okay. my waders for any time that I get into some some woodland or some uh, marshy areas yeah. um, but a layout blind for sure and then really it's just decoys so uh, that won't be there that's not what I'm after but okay. if I I see some camo that's kind of yep. struck my interest now what
1: sure. a, what about like uh, you know calls or different shells anything you want to try this year are you happy with your
0: stuff like you know what? I would really like to get into more of the calling. Yeah. Um, I, I think probably, Doc Collins is easiest to start with. I'd probably just say, just talk to you and <laughs> say, guide me in the right direction. But I don't think the ATA is really the spot for that. No, no. No, this um, is like
1: un- unrelated to ATA right now. I just mean like from Santa Claus. Okay. From Santa Claus. Yeah,
0: I would like a couple calls. I don't yep. know if that's on uh, Victoria's list or not, but maybe Santa Claus will be good to me.
1: That's fair. I think you've been good to her. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't think you're on the naughty list. for Yeah, she
0: got a pretty cool uh, ring to wear, and then she got a pretty cool guest watch right after that. And then uh, she also just got a complete new bow set up and arrows and everything. Good thing so, it's been shot a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, if that doesn't put me on the nice <laughs> list. If you, like if you guys help me out here.
1: shoot with your wives or your girlfriends and they're actually interested and they do it with you all the time, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I've got a bow for sale as I, well as some <laughs> urban <laughs> icons by Easton.
1: I had a, uh, I dated a girl once, and, like, she loved to come out and shoot guns. Could never talk her into shooting bows. Love to shoot my guns. Like, we'd go to the range all it's the time. It's
0: that commitment, right? Like, and if they're, they feel almost, I, I, from what I've seen, ashamed to kind of, like, they can only draw so much. They're like, okay, so, like, obviously, Victoria yeah. asked me a little in depth. So, what do I need to shoot in order to kill a deer? I said, well, bare minimum 40. Yeah. Um, that's what I need to see. And she, she is half of that. So she's got a long way to go and maybe yeah. she will get there, but I think it's like she, if oh, she, man, practiced, I can't. she would. And then that's Hands exactly down. it, right? But it's that I think that initial the mental of okay, I'm only shooting the twenty seven pounds. I got a long ways to go. Well, if you practice at it, you don't. Right. Right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I've never been able to find a girl that wants to shoot a bunch of archery. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough. It's and it's kinda commitment. nice
0: when it's just the guys that get to go out and shoot bows for the entire day. Yeah, that's fair afternoon turns into a day event
1: well i was like when we shot 3d for the first time together it was a good day
0: oh that was great we were just flinging arrows flinging
1: arrows and then i think we had a nice cold beverage when we were done oh yeah which was nice totally actually I did, we did and it was apple it bud was light. apple bls yeah which are delicious vitamin just b's gonna, just gonna say bud light apples are my go-to they're amazing
0: for a summer drink it's not bad
1: yeah i can drink it all year long as, um, as girly as that sounds <laughs> there i, I can weird. make fun of myself a bit
0: it could be like palm gaze or something though
1: <laughs> yeah that was pretty
0: good too oh no <laughs> <laughs> what Would, uh, i
1: wouldn't go and buy them but i'm not going to say no to drinking them
0: well it's almost time to get back into uh i think we and were, we were, steve were trying to come up with it the other day was it the white lightning that we were calling it or like white freezy what were we calling Oh the those? white freezy what was it, the white Freezy? yeah
1: which was uh
0: the white gatorade
1: uh, white gatorade a splash of white monster yeah and then, which is T- the no sugar, yeah. And then Tito's vodka,
0: yeah,
1: right. I remember that So, the is wake- that white freezy, it was white freezy, okay.
0: So, yeah, it's almost time to get back into that because that's when we started this whole Tito's get down,
1: was yeah, cleaner. because we did uh Moscow Mules, yeah, which are delicious, yeah. And then we started making all these crazy, stupid drinks, yeah. And I think we're getting pretty good at uh mimicking John Dudley, does Makes all these fancy drinks while shooting archery. <laughs> so, I think at
0: least he tries them.
1: Yeah, he does. There's the Cat Lady. You ever heard of the Cat Lady? Yeah, we just haven't tried it
0: yet. No, and it's... The ingredients are upstairs.
1: Mixture of red wine, tequila... tequila, Red Bull.
0: Red Bull. Like, just intense.
1: I mean, the tequila and the Red Bull, I could see going together. The red wine scares the shit out of me in there.
0: See, I'm more afraid of the tequila.
1: Well, I don't like tequila, but I can see tequila mixing with red wine better than... uh, (laughs) Red wine mixing with... This
0: winter, it's got to be tried
1: all right i'm sleeping over
0: <laughs> your, your room set up so oh,
1: perfect <laughs> that's funny
0: what else do we want to tackle in rambling episode number 29
1: well i think that covers our broad spectrum of rambling i mean
0: yeah we we, we, we talk we,
1: about future hunts that we want that we're hoping to go on um coming up um we'll talk about future hunts i'm, I'm excited while we're on the rambling process mm-hmm. of we you and i have always stayed true to never doing guided hunts mm-hmm. and that's not because it's like well that's cheating You know what? If you don't have the time to put it in, there's nothing wrong with going on a guided hunt. You Mm -hmm. don't have the time to scout. You don't have your own property. And you just love to hunt. You can't do it as much as you used to. I get it. Totally, man. It's awesome. Who cares? But for us, I think it's like a pride thing. It's like we put in all this work and we're successful in what we do. I I don't think I'll ever do a a guided big game. No. I don't think I'll ever... Okay, I know I won't ever do a Canada goose guided hunt. I can guide people for crying out loud Mm -hmm. when it comes to that. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is... Snow Goose is different for me. I don't have the thousand decoys. I don't have Snow Goose in my area. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm interested in doing next year. I'm talking to a couple guys right now and trying to figure out a, um, a guided Snow Goose hunt. And I think that's going to be interesting. I I think at that point it's just going to be a good shoot with the boys. And, yeah. um, it's kind of like a bucket list for me. Going what after about sandhills. That's another bucket list for me. Oh, hill's a if they list open in Ontario, I know where to shoot a lot of them because yep, we've had sandhills fly into our goose spread in Wyarton. Um, we've so. had
0: them flying over us while bear hunting. Yeah. Numerous <laughs> times, it's that I go over. Yeah,
1: We're all cracking jokes like, "All right, next flock, we're just throwing flinging arrows <laughs> straight up in the air." But uh, on do, that topic, of don't arrows. do that. On that topic, don't do that.
0: No, on that topic, don't shoot the sandhills. No. Um, though I do hear, hear that they taste great. Saskatchewan. I, I would believe that Stephen Ranella does not lie. They taste amazing. They got it.
1: Yeah, Stephen Renella has a new cookbook out. He came does. out yesterday.
0: Yes, I seen that. That is mm-hmm. that is awesome for him. I do believe Giannis had uh, some part to do in that as well.
1: Yes, Giannis Patelis.
0: Very good. um Anyways. one more thing I did want to check out at ATA is rangefinders. I'm Ooh, definitely interested. You in are. The, I'm in the market for a sure. new range You are in the market for a new range fighters. So that is one that I, I'm going to try out a bunch there. Perfect spot to do so.
1: And because you personally, and not saying it was a bad product, but you personally didn't like the Vortex one.
0: No, I didn't. Now, why? Um, One, it wasn't a good feel in the hand. And two, I didn't really like the adjustment how you can zoom in, zoom out. Like the and focal it, zoom. The focal. Yeah. Yeah. I, At I, different ranges,
1: it's blurry. And I don't like that either. Yeah. Whereas I don't the like low, that, like the low ones we had were a magnification, but it was like it's clear no matter what, mm-hmm.
0: um, and I do like that. Yeah. My concern for something that's got that option of changing your field of view when you're trying to range something, I mean, it could be mental. I feel like one, I'm gonna be on something blurry. I'm right. gonna bump it, and it's gonna happen. Or two, I'm not gonna get the appropriate range. Okay. And that scares me. Yeah. So to me it's almost just out of the question. Okay. So I need to see what else is out there. Okay. Um Halo.
1: I liked I love my Halo. Yeah. But the problem that you might not like is like I can go from 0 to 100 and the, which is fine for bow, which is yeah. perfectly fine. But uh and it, I don't need to worry about changing the focus, but if I go over 100 yards or like if I'm looking at something on like 400 yards um, it's actually blurry unless I change it. And if I make that clear, I go back to like 70 yards. That's blurry.
0: See, I don't think I mind that.
1: Mm-hmm. I noticed the vortex. The vortex is very clear. They it is very nice glass. Yeah. But I, I, I agree with you. That's not really my interest. I like the design of it. I like that it has a clip on it. Yeah. It clips into a bino harness very, very comfortably. Yeah. Oh.
0: We'll, we'll see what's out there. Um, yeah, just definitely one more thing I'm interested in. Okay. Boots. Boots. boots is another one. Ooh, Muck Boots has a really cool pair. Of, you would really like them, and I'll show you when we're done here. I've
1: never been into Muck Boots.
0: You would be into these. They're a 15 inch high, full waterproof. S- the lightest. I assume
1: they're like the normal ones with the
0: neoprene on the top. No. Oh, interesting. The lightest hunting boot on the market right okay. now. Insulated. Yes, 600. Okay. Um, and they do have something I believe like now
1: 600 over a 15 inch boots. Not much though.
0: It's six hundred throughout, but it's it's like six hundred to be. I'm pretty sure it's the gauge of depth, like how much how like that thickness of wall is. It not is like it? What, I think so because mine are a two hundred and all it's really got is a lining. Okay. So and the ones I believe you and I had the same the hunt shields. Wait 800s? no, it's
1: the that's the gr- the weight of the insulation in it.
0: So, okay so yeah and yeah. in, in theory really like that amount of insulation if you've only got 200 that kind of goes throughout the boot like this yeah when you put another 400 into it like your walls of the boot are or it goes thicker. up more though or it could go up more yeah like um, if you had
1: a small boot with a thousand you know it's going to be a very insulated boot. yes yeah yeah. but if you had a small boot with like 200 it's gonna I guess be... that's something to look into
0: because mm-hmm. I don't actually know
1: I, I'm pretty sure now that I'm trying to remember this because I did research before and I could be wrong but it's the total weight of the insulation throughout the boot. Okay. So the taller the boot is, if you have a 500 in a tall boot, it's not going to be the same as a 500 in a short boot. Exactly. Okay. Like it's not going to be the same warmth because the thickness is going to be different because it's going to be spread out different.
0: So now these muck boots have something like Columbia's Omni Heat.
1: Okay. Like it repels your heat yeah. back at you.
0: So I'm like, I, I love my muck boots yeah. and they're totally different than their normal boot. So I'm excited to see these. I'll show them to you, okay I would imagine that these are going to be at ATA, Okay, so I would really like to try them on. Now, I'm not too keen be- on the 15-inch, but...
1: Okay. Do you know who I've been looking into for boots that I've been debating on, just thinking? La- Scarpa. Lacrosse.
0: Lacrosse footwear, unreal.
1: Expensive, but apparently, like, I've heard guys having them for 10 years. I, I
0: tried them on at Dunham's, and they were so comfortable. Yeah,
1: apparently, like, them. you know, guys have them for 10 years, and they don't break. Yeah. I mean, you're spending more <laughs> at first, but... If it lasts 10 years. See, I
0: would like Scarpa, but they're like 500 bucks a pair.
1: Yeah. It's like the high end lacrosse, like 400. Meat eater,
0: Schnee's boots, 500 bucks a pair. Okay. Like that's, that's some expensive stuff. Yeah. Uh, lacrosse footwear was in the works for me and Danner boots. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm pumped on my Danners.
1: I like your Danners. I think I'm going to buy a pair of Danners for when we're doing the moose hunt next year for the spawn stock. I liked that they were lightweight and they were completely waterproof. Yeah. Um, I wore my eight inch eight inch ten inch maybe? which ones my taller ones my taller that hunt would be a ten yeah I wore my ten inch boots on the spawn stock and they were extremely comfortable, but I noticed water was starting to get into them, and they're a ten inch boot, and I was only like four inches of water.
0: How old are they though
1: like less than two years those eight inch ones are relatively new mm-hmm. I mean they're hunt shields, so they're yeah. comfortable yeah they're good for the tree stand but
0: not totally as waterproof.
1: No, and they're not as mobile as the Danners because the Danners have. That's a nice... one
0: thing I do like is they just feel like nothing on your feet, and for eight hours a day on your feet, yeah, that was worth it to me.
1: And you found the insoles comfortable, everything. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, what did they cost the Danners?
0: I want to say it was like two, literally two fifty to my door. That's not bad,
1: mm. considering they're a fully waterproof boot and they're mm. six now, six eights.
0: They are an eight. Okay. They're the same as my work. I don't like the six. I think it's just too low. You never know what you're gonna get into if you get into six inches of water. Yes, yeah. it's not going through your boot. Um, depending what you have, of course. But uh, like my Danner's, the only thing I wouldn't say is like I won't be wearing them this time of year. I wear my Kofras. Um, they're like a steel toe for work. But that's only
1: because you have the uninsulated ones, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. It's not like they're a cheap boot and they're no. It's just like, they're, they're uninsulated. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. They with that.
0: don't have a lot of insulation at all yeah um but then again it's like for me it was i wanted something for early season yeah and a lot uh, of walking and a lot of walking yeah. and that was so for for heat when it comes to late season turkey bear they're great and um for moose they're great so you know you're walking all day you sweat a lot some do more than others me personally Are you my pointing feet,
1: fingers at me for sweating a lot maybe okay
0: I'm pretty sure, my, here. pretty sure
1: my, pretty sure my, sock or my boots smell great at the end of the hunt. Wow, at the end of Moose Week.
0: I'm disappointed that you reminded me of that. <laughs> we we won't even get into details of that,
1: that putrid smell.
0: Oh my god, it's camp, man. Yeah, carry on, yeah. carry on. Um, so yeah, I think that that's pretty well it for me. Um, I'm starting to lose my focus here. It's getting late. It's getting late. I got lots. Good thing we n- uh,
1: named this one "Ramble" because I mean we're kind
0: of rambling. We're, we're rambling about everything. That's good though. If you've got a cup of coffee tomorrow on your way to work, this is probably going to be the one you're going to want to listen to.
1: Yeah, it's going to be one of your last cups of coffee. Yeah, save some money for home. <laughs> um, That's true. On the ending note, are you noticing uh, more Christmas trees going up? Not I know at my house. Good. <laughs> I know last season, last episode, you were saying it's not even uh, December. You were noticing Christmas music and Christmas trees. Oh,
0: there's all kinds of shit going on. Uh, The in-laws, they have five Christmas trees up in their house. Yep, I know.
1: Is that acceptable?
0: You will never see five Christmas trees in my house going up.
1: So not acceptable.
0: Right. Um, There is a rule in this house. I've just done the deed of putting the exterior Christmas decorations up. It's a little premature, but there's snow on the ground. That's okay. Nothing in the house goes up until December 1st.
1: You guys heard that. December 1st, you're allowed. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, in conclusion, uh, send us the stuff about the goose and duck band information. We're going to yep. compile yeah, a little idea. map. Yeah. You know, we're going to say, you know, send in where it was shot and where it was banded, and I'll draw it all up for everyone. It'll be like our OOP family of and migratory birds. So cute. Yeah.
0: Um, and don't forget to check out uh, some of the newest products and gear that will be coming your way just in time for the holiday seasons. Yep. Um, happy Thanksgiving to all our American friends. Gobble, it, gobble. To it, all it is their guys. turkey dinner tonight. It is.
1: So uh, did you just say gobble, gobble? I did. Is that like my line?
0: I'm taking your lines now. You're
1: stealing my shit, man.
0: Thanks, everyone.